Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's do this. Another day, another dollar, another edition of The Drive. You're listening to The Drive on 6 Sun Sports Radio, 6 and the Odyssey app. My name is Carrington Harrison. Excited to be here with you. On this wonderful Tuesday as we get closer and closer to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58 between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers next Sunday in Las Vegas. We got a lot to get into over the course of the next four hours. I am excited to tell you guys that Patrick Mahomes will be on the show today. We'll play that conversation for you at 310. I'm going to guess this is the last time that we will talk to Patrick Mahomes before their game next Sunday in Las Vegas. Really excited to play it for you as I got a chance to catch up with the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll do that coming up in about 75 minutes or so. We'll give you a chance to win a pizza right now. Pizza time on the drive. Carrington, car number six. Dial me up right now. 913-586-7610. They win a pizza from our friends over at Pizza Tasio. Pizza Tasio is Kansas City's best New York style pizza. and They've taken over the town. They got a new spot in Waldo, plus locations in OP. That's my home, Pizza Tasio. Lee Summit, Midtown, North KC, St. Joe, and Lawrence. So if you're in the mood for maybe a full pie or maybe you're not as hungry, just want a few slices, be sure to visit them now at pizzatasio.com. That's pizza, T-A-S. SCIO.com. I need you guys to do me a couple of favors. Number one, I need you listening to the drive each day at two o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. And number two, I just need you to tell one friend. You don't got to tell two friends. Just tell one friend that if you want the best big game coverage, if you want some of the best pizza in Kansas City, and if you just like good sports talk, then keep it locked in right here on 610 Sports Radio. I appreciate you. I am here to tell you that we are on a crash course collision between a Jordan and LeBron debate in a much different sport. Now, I'm sure that at some point over the course of your lifetime, you've turned on ESPN and for some random reason, they were debating who the greatest basketball player is of all time between LeBron James and Michael Jordan. I mean, it could just be a random day in May. The Lakers are out of the postseason. And well, what do you know? We're talking about LeBron and Mike. I am telling you that we are about to embark on the same conversation between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. It is already starting. And in some ways, I completely understand it because of what Patrick Mahomes has been able to accomplish so far in his career. He is the first quarterback to start in four separate Super Bowls before the age of 30. This is when you would think that as an athlete, you were just starting to hit your prime. I'm looking at the Chiefs offense next year, and I expect improvement from their offense. I expect them to spend big money in free agency or spend another top draft pick to go out and add another wide receiver in this room. We'll see what they do in free agency in terms of retaining two of their better defensive players in Legereus Need and Chris Jones. This is a team that is going to retool and should be back making a deep postseason run next year. We are not done with this conversation. Well, earlier today on the Pat McAfee show, Tom Brady was asked about this debate between he and Patrick Mahomes on who the greatest quarterback of all time is. And here's what Tom Brady had to say. There's nothing that Patrick can do, in my opinion, that takes away from what I tried to accomplish in my career. And there's nothing that I did can take away from what he's trying to accomplish. I, I feel like I, all I tried to be was the best I could be. And I didn't, even though I had sporting idols, like I said, I could never be Steve Young. I could never be Joe Montana. Those are the guys I, I could never be Dan Marino. 
or John Elway. These were my childhood idols. And they had incredible careers. And and they put as much as they could into their career. And I really respect them for that. And and I just tried to do the same thing. And believe me, if anybody can go out there and win seven Super Bowls, I have so much respect for them. I understand how difficult it is. I will congratulate them. And I'm going to, you know, give whatever it is a big hug. I texted my friend um, who, who plays with Pat um, after the game. And I just said, tell him congrats. I mean, just awesome to watch him play. And I love watching him lead his team. And of all the things I love, I love leadership and I love people that are selfless. I hate selfish teammates. I help. I, I don't like being around people that are self-serving and always trying to create their own self-serving narrative about who they are. I, that was Tom Brady earlier today on the Pat McAfee show when he was asked about the greatest of all time debate between he and Patrick Mahomes. I will give you a very similar stance to the quarterback conversation that I have towards the basketball player conversation. It is very hard to argue with someone based on what they've seen before. Like if you think that Barry Sanders is the greatest running back that you've ever seen, even though he doesn't have the most rushing yards of all time, I completely understand that argument. Barry Sanders has done things that still haven't been replicated in this league. He was a true one of one. If you are arguing that Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer that you have ever seen, despite him not having the most majors, I completely understand it. The moments, the dominance, the fact that golf courses tried to tiger proof themselves for so long, all in hopes of slowing down one individual. When you see his impact on the sport of golf, I completely understand if you put Pat, uh, Tiger Woods at number one. If you are arguing that Tom, that Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback that you have ever seen, you will get no complaints from me. When you look at his creativity, when you look at his athleticism, when you look at his leadership and the things that he can do, he constantly makes you say, wow. I never really got that feeling from Tom Brady. And that is not in any way to take away from how great Tom Brady was. It just wasn't as physically dazzling as it is at times with Patrick Mahomes. You didn't marvel at Tom Brady's physical abilities at the way that you do it with Patrick Mahomes. But man, the resume is the resume. And it is really, really hard to argue with 10 appearances, seven championships, and a 20-year straight run of dominance if you're Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. And that's not to say that Patrick Mahomes can't get there. There was a time where I thought that that conversation was a little bit far-fetched. But if you can take this team to the Super Bowl, this team that played inconsistent for the final two months of the regular season, if you can figure it out and for three straight weeks you do what you need to do to get this team to the Super Bowl, I'm at least ready to reevaluate my stance on who the greatest quarterback is of all time. I don't know if at the end of this thing you are going to be able to make a resume conversation, especially because we have seen these two play each other in postseason games, and Tom Brady teams are 2-0, and and he has won a Super Bowl over Patrick Mahomes. Like, if you were looking for the trump card at the end of the conversation, Rob, what's that movie Bad Teacher? You remember where the teacher and the kid are going back and forth, and then he says, he was 6-0 in championships. Well, that's all I need, Sean. It's going to be really hard to argue the Tom Brady was 2-0 and in playoff games against Patrick Mahomes. He won the AFC championship game in his building, and he beat him in a Super Bowl. It's just going to be really, really hard to argue it. So I don't know if you're ever going to be at the point that you can argue that Patrick Mahomes has a better resume than Tom Brady because I think it's really, really hard to do it. I don't think Tom has a hole in his resume. I think the argument is going to have to be much more based on what you see and what you feel. And that's perfectly fine, too. That's what makes sports debate so fun. I don't think you can argue that LeBron James has a better resume than Michael Jordan. I think it is nearly impossible to make that argument. So the argument has to be feeling-based. It has to be based on, well, what I've seen. It can't be based in stats. It can't be based on accomplishments. It can't be based on those things, Rob. So we're going to have this conversation, I would say, 5, 10, 15 times over the course of the next seven, eight years or so, especially as Patrick Mahomes continues to rack up accolades, as he continues to win MVPs, as he continues to take his team to the postseason, win his division, 
win AFC championship games, take his team to Super Bowls, as Patrick Mahomes continues to build his legend and build his resume, this is not the first time that we're going to have the conversation. But I would just caution. I think it is going to be very difficult for Patrick at the end of this thing to argue that he has a better resume. But that doesn't mean because you don't have the better resume that you were still not the greatest of all time. Just because Tiger doesn't have more majors than Jack Nicholas doesn't mean that he is not a better golfer than he is. Just because LeBron doesn't have the six championships doesn't mean that he was not a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. I think that's going to have to be the argument whenever Pat's story is finished. You said it yesterday on the show, and this conversation connects perfectly with it. You said at some point over the next six to nine, maybe 12 months, there's going to be a talking head, a pundit, a someone on an FS1, on a ESPN, on a NFL network, on whatever your media TV show is. It's going to say insert active quarterback X is greater than Patrick Mahomes. And here's why you told fans yesterday. Don't get riled up by that. Don't get bothered by it. I a hundred percent agree because the only conversation with Patrick Mahomes and his individual excellence that we should have anymore after going to a fourth Super Bowl in five years and a chance at a third title by the time he's under 30 years old, the only conversations we should entertain with Patrick Mahomes are, is it Brady or Mahomes? That is the air of excellence that surrounds him. So when Colin Cowherd or Skip Bayless or Richard Sherman on March 31st, after the Chiefs haven't done anything the first day of free agency, tell you, you know what? I think Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the NFL. Chiefs fans should ignore it. But on July 17th, when there's nothing to talk about in media, when Shannon Sharp says, I have Mahomes over Brady, Chiefs fans should relish that argument because it shows the rarefied air Patrick Mahomes plays in. I'm with you, and it's the same conversation that we have about LeBron James, and that's why the debate to me is just so silly. Like, if you think Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James, that's fine. Like, I, I don't really care that much. The fact that we saw LeBron James as a junior in high school and we saw how hyped he was coming into it. The fact that I think it is undeniable that he is one of the three greatest basketball players of all time is a tremendous sense of accomplishment. And if you think he's one, great. If you think the Jordan's number one, great. If you think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is left out of this conversation as the greatest high school, college, and professional basketball player, I think there is an argument for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Even amongst the greats, there is still a tier system that is ahead of them. The quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs in just six seasons, in my opinion, has already put himself in that mix. He is ahead of Peyton Manning in my eyes. He is ahead of John Elway in my eyes. He is ahead of Terry Bradshaw. I know that Bradshaw has more rings. Stop it. Just we have seen the two players before. Look at their stats. Look at their dominance. It is not an argument to me that Patrick Mahomes is ahead of Terry Bradshaw, Troy Aikman, Steve Young, so many other great quarterbacks that we have got to the point at Patrick Mahomes in a very, very short period of time that, in my opinion, if you are making a list and I'm asking you who are the greatest quarterbacks of all time, if you do not have Patrick Mahomes in your top three, then it's not worth arguing with you then. It's either not worth arguing with you or you are incredibly old and you're going to throw somebody in like Johnny Unitas or Otto Graham. I can't argue that with you. I don't know. I can't argue Johnny Unitas and how great he was. You probably can't argue it either. Those are the only two people that I'm you either are not worth my time in debating this topic with you or you're just old. And I don't mean old is like a knock. You just have a football level that I have been unable to unlock and I never will unlock but I've seen Patrick Mahomes do this over the course of the last six seasons. And I'm telling you that there are not too many human beings that have ever played the quarterback position much better than he is coming up in about 15 minutes. We'll be joined in studio by Aaron Ladd coming up in an hour. We'll be joined by Patrick Mahomes quarterback of the Kansas city chiefs. Keep it locked in right here. It's the drive. You're listening to the drive with Carrington Harrison brought to you by deep Esqually Moore car, truck, or motorcycle wreck. Remember Mike's got this on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas city chiefs, 610 sports radio call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Chiefs fans. It's Patrick Mahomes. Catch me every Monday with CDOT during the season on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. To my right is a man that needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. He is a sports reporter, commentator, anchor with KSHB 41 News. You may have seen his work featured on Bleacher Report, Sports Center. ESPN. Keep going. People Magazine. SB Nation. (laughs) So many places. Always dapper every time I see him. I get a lot of my jokes and sense of humor from this individual. It's about time you gave me an honest intro. We're very happy to welcome in as we help get you ready for Super Bowl 58. And maybe for the last time this season. Aaron Ladd of KSHB 41 News. Aaron Ladd, how you doing today, my man? How you doing? I think the most truthful part of that is that you take a lot of your swag from me. I do, absolutely, 100%. And you inspire me every single step of the way. On a larger platform, you just take my content and kind of give your own spin on it. Oh, so I love to you. do that. I love I love to take other people's things, and then I kind of put my own sauce on it and then package the ideas as my own. I'm like Lance the Spoken that way. It's kind of what I do. <laughs> That's kind of what I do. Uh, you know what I'd like to start with? Sure. What I'd like to start with, you were in Baltimore, Maryland. I sure was. You were on the field after the game. You're interviewing coaches. You're interviewing players. Did this celebration feel different? Because you have been in attendance for all of the home wins, but this time going on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, Baltimore pulled out all the stop. They had T-Pain buying you a drink with the bartender, Ray Lewis, it Ed Reed, Suggs, Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps. Yeah, it was a lot going on, man. It was a lot going on. What was it like to be on the field and in the locker room after the game? Even, like, before, like, I didn't pack a rain jacket. That was my fault. So I'm at Walmart before and talking with the cashier. You could feel the anxiousness in the city. Like, first time the Ravens as a franchise had ever hosted this game. One went away from going to the Super Bowl, and it's at your crib. It's at the bank. You could feel the the anxiousness. And being on the field after the game for Kansas City, it was another one of those I told you so moments. I got a lot of those bites from players, from Trent McDuffie, from Rasheed Rice, from even a Marquez Valdez-Gantling, a guy who had taken bullet after bullet, I'm sure, on this platform and also on social media. It was one of those... Moments where KC can say, y'all doubted us. You thought we couldn't do it. We've heard all the noise. We've done it. We've dethroned the team that y'all crowned as the champion, and we're headed back to the Super Bowl. It's interesting that Kansas City kind of found themselves in this situation, and I've been really big on the formula, the formula. Hey, Patrick Mahomes can't make big mistakes. They can't take sacks. The offensive line needs to play better. This team needs to run the football and stay committed to it. Get the ball to Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey and continue to play great defense. I thought that this game was defined by Kansas City's ability to stick to their formula and then forcing Baltimore out of their formula. You only called one design run for Lamar Jackson. You only had eight running back carries in this game. That's not how you got to the AFC championship game. I thought the most interesting football point from this game was Kansas City found themselves heading into the playoffs and really stuck to a formula that worked 
in Baltimore, a formula that had made them the best team in the National Football League. Yeah. They just completely abandoned it in the final 60 minutes of the season. I think if we had told you before game, the game, 17-10 is the final, I think I, we would have all said, okay, that's, that's KC. That's how they like to win games. They play defensively. Kind of alongside your point and maybe something that we've seen through the social media and the videos I think Casey won the emotional and the mental side of the game in this one as well. Like the Zay Flowers frustration that showed after him doing the step over on the big play. They're trying to get scrappy before the game. The penalty edge that Casey won, and that really should have resulted in seven instead of three on the Trey Smith drive. The stuff with Justin Tucker before the game, see, that's not nothing. That That's a team in Baltimore that's trying to prove that they belong at the dance, that's saying – you know, we're, we're here. We're, they're, they're trying to announce themselves. They're trying to prove that Lamar Jackson can win these big games. And KC is a dynasty that's taken these, that's shown some cracks in the armor. Like, I think another thing for KC, speaking on this, like, mental, emotional edge, like, think of how much, how poor their body language was at points and times this year. Like, we had never seen Patrick Mahomes do what he did after Buffalo. And even after the Raiders game, their last loss, like, the, the body language was so poor. Andy Reid talks about it at the podium now, like, the sideline now is so positive. I think Trey Smith hanging his head after those those penalties was the worst body language that we had seen in a while from them. And it's not that they've been winning and running away with a lot of these games to where there haven't been points where they can get down on themselves. That mental and emotional, like, we've been here, we've done that. Like, Travis Kelsey's played in 21 playoff games. Mahomes, 17. Chris Jones, 16. Andy Reid's coached in two seasons worth of postseason games. Like, that showed up when it mattered the most. Lamar tried his best, still had over 320 yards, but... The coaches even got away from, from to your point, what got them there. I made the analogy yesterday is I don't know what kind of student you were, but a bad one. Like there is somebody listening right now that has like a 14, 15 year old that like their student could be an A student, but they just don't consistently apply, don't themselves. apply themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just don't apply themselves. And you know that they can do better. You're just pleading with them. Hey, if you study a little bit more, look, you can do this. Absolutely. And then when they finally get an A on a test, like, see, see, I've told you. Absolutely. I don't think the Chiefs are any different than they were a month ago. <laughs> I really don't think they're any different. This team finally just cut out the nonsense. Hmm. They had three penalties in this game. They didn't have a drop in this game. They didn't have a turnover. They still had the same problems in the red zone. They scored 17 points offensively. Like a lot of the things that we were nitpicking on and critical of the Chiefs, they did that in this game. But we finally saw what it looked like when they played a relatively clean game. And if you win the penalty battle, if you win the turnover battle, you control time of possession, you can go on the road and beat just about anybody with this defense. All it took was for them to get out of their own way. And they got out of their own way in the AFC Championship game, and they went on the road and they beat the best team in the league. For as much crap as you give Mizzou PR, can we, can we talk about Chiefs PR really quickly? Is this going to get us in trouble? I don't know what you're going to say, so I can't I can't confirm or deny whatever you're about to say because I will have plausible deniability if this goes left. How did Travis Kelsey not talk after the game? He spoke on the stage. You think he's supposed to talk to you instead of Jim Nance? C-Dot, I understand the podcast. Look, I, he's a businessman, or in the words of Jay-Z, he's a businessman. But you just broke one of the all-time records in the sport. I think Travis Kelsey's time of talking to you and Harold Koontz is over, man. I think it's over. I think it's a, I think it's a completely we different. We can't get you after you won the AS. And in that game, you had 11 catches on 11 targets and a touchdown? I don't think after games he's ever talking to Darren Smith again. I think that, I think that time is over. I think that time is over. I don't think you're talking to Travis Kelsey anymore. He talked to Jim Nance. He gave you his quote. He walked out of there with a superstar girlfriend. I'm sure they had a great evening. We're that headed, time is over. We're headed to the Super Bowl. You should have asked them. You know what? You had three other Super Bowls. <laughs> you should have asked all your questions. The opening night, like, 87 is going to have the biggest podium. Like It's not even close. It, it, a difference a year has made in what Super Bowl opening night is going to be like. He's the, the international swarm. It's not. Just it, like, it's, it's, it's not going to be close. Oh, who has the most media attention heading into this? Whether it's Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, he will have more people at his table than Mahomes and Purdy combined. The dust settled, and I'm just looking back, and I'm like, we we didn't. I mean, you're right. It, it stinks because I mean we were here before. We were here before them. We'll be here after them. This is just like, you know what this is? This is like you heard a band like really early on. Like, let's say like 
You heard the weekend back in like House of Balloons. And now you've been priced out of going to his concert. I mean, I'm sorry that you enjoyed We're the old still hits. There. He's just got more fans now than he had before. It's worse that you have to like watch it. You know, like oh, it's happening right before your, you. Your yeah. ex can move on, but like you don't want to see it happening in front of your face. No, it happened. I, I hate to, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, <laughs> but it certainly happened uh, for you. I want to get to true false, like okay. AFC Championship true false here in a little bit. Do you feel differently about Lamar after that game? I don't feel differently about Lamar after that mm. game. I think the consensus is going to be a lot of people. I'm not here to blame the coaches or the officials or anything of this, but I just think if you have a player like Lamar Jackson, you know the kind of game that you need to play, the style that you need to play, and what his strengths and weaknesses are. And if I had told you last Thursday, hey, He's going to throw 37 times in this game. Eesh. Oh, Chiefs, Chiefs win that game. Yeah. Everybody would have told they're, you they're that. They're trailing most of the time. Like, man. I don't know who the biggest Ravens fan is. I don't know who their Chiefsaholic is, Ravensaholic. <laughs> he would have told you that the Ravens lose that game if Lamar Jackson throws 37 times. Like, I, I, if you are a Baltimore fan, to me, your biggest complaint has to be, we didn't go out playing like ourselves. At least if you're the Lions you're not happy that you lost, but hey, we stayed consistent and true to who we are as an organization. We were aggressive in week one. We were aggressive at the end of the season. We went out playing our style, our brand. That's not how Baltimore left this postseason. Maybe you then double down on the negative thoughts around Lamar that, you know, you have to win a very specific way. People got on Chiefs offensive coordinator Matt Nagy a few weeks ago because he was asked about running the ball in the red zone. He said, yeah, I, I hear you. I, I, I listen to that, but you have to throw to win in this league. Lamar, I mean, the, the Chiefs played the specific game script to beat him. He was forced into situations where it was obvious passing downs. Word to Charles Minahue talking to him after the game. He knew it was pass on that play. I, There were some bad decisions made, the triple coverage. I, I look and wonder now, and I hate to join into that, but like, can Lamar ever be that guy that wins the big game? Yeah, I'm, I'm still wondering that. I, like, he's done nothing to prove that. Yes, you can say the coaches. Yes, you can say the, the situation was too big. The lights were too bright. But, like, until you've done it, I got to see you do it. No, you're 100% right. But I guess, to me, that question is a little bit unfair because I don't know what quarterback in the NFL other than the Chiefs quarterback has proven that they can win that game. Josh, like, what big game is Josh Burrow, Allen won? Burrow is, in is the only other Burrow guy that the you only can one. Say Think that about that. About. In the, currently, yeah. right now, in the entire NFL, and that's the Chiefs quarterback is the only one that has proven they can consistently win big games. As great as Aaron Rodgers is, he's still in the league. Yeah. Has Aaron Rodgers, what's the biggest game Aaron Rodgers won in the last 10 years? Divisional round win at home, maybe. I just think it's way harder than we are giving it credit For to sure. get to this stage and knock out somebody like well, We're talking about Patrick a two-time Holmes. MVP. We're, we're talking about a guy where we're not comparing you to the, the rest of the league now. We're comparing you to Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes. And, like, that's that speaks more to Mahomes' greatness, kind of to your intro. Like, don't take it for granted when you're looking at the rest of these teams that could be dynasties or could be one-off champions pretty much lay waste because of what Mahomes does in a down year. In a year that we've all said they don't have the best tools in the tool shed to get it done, he's still beating an all-time great Ravens defense on the road in a game that really wasn't competitive. That second half was terrible. That was not fun to watch in the second half. You know what I'd like to do? Let's do a little playoff, true or false. Let's do it. Rob, hit me. Aaron Ladd, true or false? This is the most improbable Chiefs run to the Super Bowl. True or false? True. Just talked about this on another platform. I mean, like the run of Miami, Buffalo, Baltimore, three highest uh, point differential teams in the league coming into this year, and the two of those on the road. You consider, I mean, I thought we underrated the Joe Tooney thing coming in. I'm like, look, this is an all pro left guard. This guy is it's one of one first teamer. And Allegretti, outside of one play, two plays, shirted it up. Uh, going through the one seed potentially in the NFC also to claim it, to, to finish it off because you still got one more to go. Uh, the run's not done yet. But if they were to cap it off with, with beating Kyle Shanahan and the Niners, absolutely. Most improbable run of the ones he's made so far. I'll argue false for this reason. Mm. They were number one offensively last year. A year after trading Tyree Kill, who might win Offensive Player of the Year. 
They scored more points than every team in the National Football League with Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, Juju Smith-Schuster, and guys, they were the number one scoring offense. It's still my, and last year's defense was fine. Like their defense was not overpowering last year. They were 12th last year, defensively last year. How did that team win the Super Bowl after trading Tyreek Hill is just as crazy as this team who this team in the regular season just never really hit their stride. Like we've seen the Ever. Chiefs kind of turn it on. Like that first Super Bowl run after that game in Mexico against the Chargers, they were unstoppable. Just yeah. something clicked with them and they started to really play with momentum. This team didn't play with momentum until the Miami game. Like that's really when the momentum started was against Miami. And they have now rode that momentum in back-to-back weeks and find themselves heading to Las Vegas. I think if there's a couple more rings on the back end, we're going to look back and say that was the best Chiefs defense that Patrick Mahomes ever had this year. Their defense is preventing them from ever getting blown out. Like Pat can basically say we need three touchdowns to win any game with this defense. Rob, where are you at? True or false? This is the most improbable Chiefs run. To date, I would say yes. I mean, they hadn't gone on the road, guys. Like they weren't below a two seed at any point. They had made the NFL look easy. So, yes, it's the most improbable run of Patrick Mahomes' career. I, I mean, it's comparison to the back with Carrington. It's like KU, KU basketball, excuse me. There have been good KU basketball teams that bounced early. There have been meh KU basketball teams that make a run. I think when we look back at Patrick Mahomes' career, we're going to say, really? He made the Super Bowl with that group? That's the one that made it? That's what makes it improbable. Next question, Dan Campbell, true or false, blew the NFC championship game. Dan Campbell blew the NFC championship game. Aaron Ladd, true or false? (sighs) False. And I am one that usually is a little yellow light. I'm not. It was a weird decision. It's not solely on him. Obviously, the players play and the defense absolutely blew a lead. Trust me, I know a thing about blowing leads, but you sure the Falcons, right? Okay, I just was, I was I was making sure I, I couldn't remember. False. So you know what it's like to blow like you got a big lead in a game and you know what it's like. Shanahan's back again, and and the the funniest thing they asked him about unfinished business, and they were like, oh, speaking like specific, specifically to the Chiefs, but it's like he's had unfinished business for a while now. Like he, he was 15 minutes away from from finishing off New England. He's got unfinished business. Oh, yeah. If you don't trust your kicker to make a 47-yard field goal in 2024, why in the hell is he your kicker? Why is he your kicker? This look, at, look at Dallas's quarterback. Dallas's quarterback was just playing Madden one day, woke up like, oh, I think I could do this, and became a Pro Bowl kicker overnight. If you, They had fourth and three from the 30-yard line. Kick it. Make it a one-possession game. Give yourself a chance. This is the analogy I'll make with Dan Campbell. Have you ever gone to the casino with somebody and they start with $100 and they're playing games and now you're up $400. You got $500 in your pocket. Let's leave the casino. Let's. What are we doing here? Hey, you can pay for dinner. You can keep some. Go get those Jordans you want. And you still got your $100. Nah, man, I'm trying to get $1,000. No, <laughs> stop it. This is going to be you next week. Stop it. Let's leave. And now now they lost. Oh, man, I was close. No, (laughs) you weren't close. You were not close. Walk away. Rob, where are you at? True, false. Dan Campbell blew the NFC championship game. False. In in that analogy that he's the guy who won't walk away from the casino, he's made all the money doing the super aggressive things that the book doesn't tell you to do. Like, if the book says split tens in blackjack, he's saying, no, I'm riding it out. He's hitting on 19. He's doing all the things to make that money all season long that are aggressive and different. And now you're asking him, hey, you're up big. We want you to play by the rules that everyone else is playing by. The reason the Lions were in that game is his aggression. Go out the way you came in. Be aggressive. They were 7 of 10 on 4th and 3 plus from inside the opponent 30 all season long before that game. That is a fine sample size. They do it a lot, and they're more than successful. He did the right thing. But why does it matter if it worked in... October because that's their culture and their identity. You do what you do. Yeah, Yeah. that's like, oh, well, it it don't work now. Nobody cares that it worked for you against the Minnesota Vikings earlier in the season. It didn't work when you needed it to work. It didn't work then. Next question. Playoff true false. 
San Francisco quarterback Brock Purdy beat the allegations of him being a game manager quarterback. True or false? False. He made some plays with his legs. Shanahan even said post-game he won the game with his legs. And, yeah, like, that's what's made Brock Purdy – Lord, he was in the MVP conversation for a while. On Christmas Day, he because was. he made not on this show. He wasn't. He made the play that kept them in it. Like he, like game manager is such a negative title sometimes, but it can be a positive. And he, he was making it a positive for 17 weeks. He made it a positive happen in that NFC game. I, I still think it doesn't matter unless you win the unless you win it all though. I'm gonna go with false, but I don't think that Brock Purdy was anything outside of. He is a pass-first point guard. He's not got a guy that's going to go out there and get you 25. There's those guys that exist in the NBA. He's not John Morant. No. But in this game, he was 20-31, 267 yards. Christian McCaffrey had 24 touches. He got the ball downfield to Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and allowed their playmakers to make plays. That's all San Francisco needs Brock Purdy to do. I do give them a lot of credit for they didn't go away from McCaffrey when the game started to get shaky because we have seen teams go away from running the football. I actually thought they did that against the Ravens in the regular season. When they got down, they stayed with it. They stayed true to who they were and they kept chipping away. They waited for the Lions to make a couple of mistakes and they pounced on those opportunities. I give Brock Purdy a lot of credit for what we saw him do. on Sunday. Hold up. Did you just say you're crediting the Niners for sticking with who they are throughout the season, but when the Lions, who are a go-for team on fourth down, stick with Got it em. in the biggest game, suddenly it's, yeah, one, what an idiot. On. Who cares about week seven versus one the Vikings? Is, well, sticking with it is giving the ball to the best running back in the league. The other is you have a 47-yard field goal. Nah, nah, we don't want to kick it. We don't want to do it. I'm just saying, sticking with who you are seemed to be a moving target in that segment. Got him. You thought he got me? I like when that happens. No, I haven't very often. I don't feel bad about saying that San Francisco was right by continuing to give the ball to Christian McCaffrey, who was the best skill position player in the league this year. Because if they had run the ball nine times with Christian McCaffrey, they would have lost. We don't know if the Lions would have lost by kicking the field goals. They probably would have won even if they make one of those field goals over the course of the game. At least the game goes to overtime, in my opinion. We'll never know. They went 0 for 2 on fourth down, and now look at them. Now Jared Goff is getting ready to play dodgeball with, 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 with Justin Jefferson down in Orlando. He's getting ready to play the accuracy challenge. I'm about to do nine days on the strip in Vegas. Sounds like a great time. That is about to. That, that, nine no. days on the company dime. See, nine days is not a regular nine days. Someone else is paying for the nine days. That's a great time. Yeah, but nine days on the strip is also not a regular nine days. That's like 18 days. In real <laughs> yeah, it's life. a lot of walking. You're about to walking. have more miles put on you than, than Derrick Henry. Those are some late nights, too. <laughs> some real late nights. Oof. Oh, man, it sucks. You know what? You get a free trip to Vegas for the Super Bowl. You want me to feel so bad about your life. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's awful. I'm sure next week is going to snow here in Kansas City. They're going to be out having fun, interviewing celebrities and football players. Oh, I feel so bad for you that you have to do that in Vegas for free. Uh, Coming up on the other side, we are not going to do a draft this week. I've given you a homework assignment. Let's see if you can complete the homework assignment. I have some questions about the homework. I'm sure you do. Keep it right here. It's the drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Download the Odyssey app and listen to The Drive with Carrington wherever you are. Welcome back to The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. Coming up in about 30 minutes, we'll play our conversation with the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. I got a chance to catch up with him earlier today. I'll play it for you coming up. Did in he just actually a bit. say anything, Carrington, or was he just... I think it is a interview that everyone should listen to. If you were a Chiefs fan, did, I highly would encourage you. Did he reveal anything? To turn, I mean, he's never revealed anything. <laughs> I just thought that would have been very shocking. You know what? I gave up in week eight, but you know what? Your interviews helped me push through. No, that, that did not happen earlier today when I talked to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, we'll play that for you here in a bit. Uh, I do want to get back to the NFC championship game. A lot of people are making Rob's point of, Hey, how are you praising San Francisco for running the ball with Christian McCaffrey, but down on the lions for not kicking field goals at it. I do want to talk about that more over the course of uh, the show, but we have very important things to get into like nonsense that only this show can do. It's perfect. So the chiefs are in the super bowl. So I gave you a task. I said, give me your top five foods that go in a bowl. Now, we are not going to do a draft here, so let me at least give you the rules. Don't give us five soups. Soup is all one thing. I got that. All one thing. We went through some of the rules. In so, the, in the yeah, ice cream. You don't got to give me chocolate chip ice cream, vanilla ice cream. No, Ooh, that's I, one thing. I didn't consider ice cream. I need the Aaron Ladd top five food items that go in a bowl. Rob? Let's have our first and maybe only <laughs> lads list. There's like imaging here. I really rolled out the red carpet for you this week. You gave me one at the last minute. So now I'm going to have an outside looking in. I'll have an OLI. My OLI, which was number five until you said ice cream. Ice cream should be number one on the list. Uh, but number five. You have, you have five better foods that go in a bowl than ice cream? But to be honest with you, when I eat ice cream, I don't. Eat ice cream out of a bowl. I love the ice cream cup. I the bowl. I don't I'll like do the a cone. Cone, or if I'm just getting the carton from the store, I'm just eating straight out of the carton. Wow, you're a savage. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Why would I? You don't have no home training. Why would I dirty another dish when I can just put the spoon right in the carton? So you're, this, this, what, this is what you want me to believe. You want me to believe that you go inside your freezer at your apartment. And you just grab the whole bluebell out of there. Correct. Yes. Grab a spoon. And just right eat in. a couple of them and then just put it right back. Lad Army. Let, That's why. Let, let it be known. I'm oh not alone goodness. on this. That's how COVID spread. So outside looking in here before we start our top five. Outside looking in is dip. Okay. So like a chip dip. I think of like a loaded queso. You mean like or, a daisy dip available at grocery stores around the metro area? I'm thinking so we're getting Super Bowl parties together. Like, you know, the dip. There should be a dip section. There should be more like a guacamole is yeah. a dip. Queso is a dip. Daisy dip. That's that the only kind of dip I acknowledge. Is that sour cream? It's game-changing flavor. It is anything you make at home. Flavor. And doesn't have any of that MSG or any of the other nonsense. Well, it didn't make it. That was outside looking at. Number five is ice cream, which I don't eat out of a bowl anyway. Okay. Number four. This was mentioned last week. Gumbo. Incredible. Gumbo should maybe be a little higher up on the list, but you know what? I'm going to let gumbo rock here. Put a little rice under there. Rob, let me say, have you ever had good gumbo before? I mean, where does one get good gumbo? That's what I'm asking you. I've been to New Orleans. (laughs) I know I've had it before. My peoples are from New Orleans. Have you, Rob Ladd? I I have not had it in New Orleans to answer your question. I've had what I thought was good gumbo, but not from New Orleans. Where'd you get it from? I've had a couple restaurants around here, like Jazz and the Cajun place around here. So, no, was no. his answer. Yeah, no, was his answer. <laughs> no, was his answer. Are they a sponsor? I was like, man, I had good seafood. I've been a Red Lobster before. No, then you haven't had good seafood. Though. Yeah, good gumbo. I've had some great good. Chinese food. I went to P.F. Chang's. Number four, gumbo. Yes, dip right five. Right ahead of ice cream. Gumbo four. 
cereal, number three. Mm. And I've got hot and cold cereal. So oatmeal. Uh, and then I think of also like Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops. What's your favorite cereal? Wait, do you count oatmeal as cereal? Yeah, I wouldn't count oatmeal, oatmeal as cereal. cereal. I wouldn't no, count that no, as no, cereal. That's different. I wouldn't count hot as cereal. cereal. I mean, I just, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't count so it. I should have stepu- so I should have said oatmeal is one thing. I just I've never heard anybody never that classifies heard. oatmeal yeah. as a cereal. Frosted so Flakes and no, this was a yeah, that's wild to me. Yeah, it's a lesson learned. I didn't know that you consider it. Now I could cold cereal, of course. I love a cinnamon toast crunch, a honey bunches of oats, but I've never I've never thought like cream or wheat is a cereal. I've never thought about it like yeah, that. I teach you something new every week. I don't, you know what? More than I'm starting to learn about you, I'm starting to understand why you and I constantly have beef. You love honey glazed salmon and you consider Quaker oats a cereal. That it's hot cereal when you're, when you're boiling it at, uh, on a stove. Okay. That is not the process to cook oatmeal, by the way. They don't boil Frosted Flakes and suddenly you have Quaker oats. Hot cereal. Cereal is number three on my list. That's why it's Laz's list, first and foremost. No, that's real. No, it is uh, it, it is Lad's list. My apologies. I'm just saying the drive. We will normally just poke and make fun of your list. So these are, for those of you that, that are just yeah. tuning in, because of the Super Bowl, <laughs> we are doing Aaron Lad's top five things that go in a bowl. He has, what was number five? We had an outside looking Ice cream. of dip. Dip was at OLI. Ice cream, gumbo, and now cream of wheat. No. Sure, was your cereal. third pick. Hot and cold cereal. Number the text two. line is backing you up. Oatmeal is hot cereal. Thank you. Lad's army, baby. Okay, I'm just saying, you have never, like when you were a kid. Go to a grocery when store. When you were a kid and you were like, man, I really want cereal. And your mom put Quaker oats in front of you. You were not like, oh, thanks. You were like, I wanted. No, but when I'm thinking foods served in a bowl and I want to get my most bang for my buck. You get the hot I cereal. Get hot and cold cereal. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I love malto meal. I'm a big fan of malto meal. They got the chocolate kind. You got to stir it, though, or it get lumpy. And I nobody know. Wants, nobody and wants a lumpy malto meal. Terrible. Number two. This should be on everybody's five serving the bowl. Chili. Okay. Especially this time of year. I will put, like, Fritos or some kind of corn chip on top with, like, cheese in there. Um, it's nothing like a nice warm bowl of chili when it's cold outside. Chili is my number two. Okay. I mean, I'm not a big chili person because I don't really like the beans. Well, you can do all kinds of different. You can do white chicken chili. That's the two Americas. I've only had one kind of chili. You've never had a white chicken chili? No. Your palate is limited. Not once. You know the chili I'm talking about. That chili that come in that big pot, and you have chili for seven days. Seven days straight chili for every meal. You be just, oh, God, I got to get through this chili. It actually tastes better after you put it in the fridge and then warm it up again because it's, like, sat in there. That's kind of how I feel like, about spaghetti. There's nothing yeah. better than you had that big pot of spaghetti. The next four days, oh, they're magical. You put the little cheese on top of it, melted, the little Parmesan. What a time. That's a good OLI. I should have thought about that. Oh, yeah. Spaghetti. Yeah. What's your number one here? Chili is number two. This is easy. Soup. Home run. A lot of people are asking how popcorn didn't make the list or macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese I can have on just a plate. Okay. Um, And popcorn I usually have out of a dish or like, you know, I don't have to have popcorn in the bag. That's another thing. Am I weird for just popping it and then eating it right out the bag? No, no. You put it in a separate dish then? I do actually. Like, let's say like, I know you, you know, you like to have a young lady over to watch a movie or something. One young lady. You know, you're watching. Don't don't do that. You're watching a movie or something. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, you and her are sitting there and you seem like a guy that gets emotional watching The Notebook. So you go pop your little Orville Rettenbachers and then you, you know. You put the popcorn in a bowl. Well, I'll tell you what happened. Had the girlfriend over recently, actually. We watched Saltburn. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen Don't. it yet. I've heard a lot about it. Don't. Don't see Saltburn. I've heard it. I've heard very mixed reviews. We watched Saltburn, but I actually have one of the souvenir Royals like popcorn tubs. I took it home from the game. You know, I thought I spent $15 on it. Like, I still have it. Oh, wow. So anytime I pop popcorn now, you I spent $15 at the game for popcorn. They paying you. They paying like that over there. 41. <laughs> I need to quit my job and go over there. Do you call popcorn <laughs> hot corn? I need to go over there. That's wild. Hot corn kettle. Hot corn, yeah. That's what popcorn is. Just hot corn. It's cold corn, (laughs) cream corn, hot corn. Sometimes when you're laying there with your girl and you, like, look at her, do you think, man, I'm surprised that I've scammed her this long where she's stuck by me for this long? I don't think you understand. Like, I actually do do some things well, see that. 
lie. I know. You're, you're incredible at it. You're incredible at it. That's my guy, Aaron Ladd, joining us on the show today. Aaron, I'm so excited for us to hang out in Vegas next week. I know you're thrilled about it. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be such a great time. you're talking about getting me in places. And... If you're going with me, then you're going to be getting in places. Come on, man. When you go anywhere in Vegas with like a group of three guys, you're paying double the price. Easily. Are you going with me? Then you're going to get in. Well, I know you. I mean, uh, so you're saying there's going to be... Are you going with me is the question. I can't. If you're not coming with me, I can't control how you get in places. If you're coming with me, we're going to be good. I'm holding you to that. All right. I'm excited for us to hang out together. Uh, I mean, obviously, obviously, big ball over there. I can't wait for you to get me something. You're spending $15 on popcorn. I can't wait. Hey, Aaron, get me a drink. It's $22 at the bar. Oh, I got it, Mr. Moneybags. I didn't know you were balling like that over there. Yeah, the expense report. This is going to be, <laughs> be a crazy Baltimore nine days. And then nine days on the strip. This it's going to be a crazy nine days. Coming up on the uh, at the top of the hour, we'll be joined by Patrick Mahomes in about 15 minutes or so. Rob, let's talk about the turn point in the season before we play our conversation with Patrick Mahomes. That's coming up. Keep it right here. So drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 